Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. As always, I'm your host, Josh Nichols. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about positive self-talk and expecting things to go great, trying to make things go exactly how you want them to, and why that sets you up for failure. You're going to leave this episode with a better mental strategy than positive self-talk. But before we get into this episode, I have a brand new product that I just released. It's called the Custom Weekly Practice Plan. You give me your stats or your assessment of your driving approach shots, short game and putting, and you tell me when you can typically practice, and I will hand build you a practice plan and send it to you in PDF form, as well as a customizable template with practice challenges. If you're interested in practicing better and practicing the way that I did to get good enough to make it to the finals of a USJ championship, then you need a custom weekly practice plan. Go to joshnicholsgolf.com slash practice dash plan, or go to the link in the show notes to learn more and purchase your practice plan. And if you feel like you need one-on-one work on your mental game, that's what I do. Yes, I host this podcast and I build practice plans, but my actual occupation is working with players all over the world on their golf psychology. If you like these Golf Thought Thursday episodes or the topics that I cover with guests, this is the exact type of stuff that I work on with my players. So if you'd like to take the next step to improve your mental game, then send an email to mentalgolfshow at gmail.com or visit my website, joshnicholsgolf.com. Or if you'd like a less formal intro to mental coaching, you don't have to spend a dime. You don't even have to talk to me at all. You could take the mental game assessment. It's a 15-minute questionnaire that'll give you your mental strengths and your biggest area for mental improvement. It's a great resource. It's the same resource that I use in my sessions with players. It's, it's an awesome way to start working on your mental game. And again, the best part is it is free. The link to everything I've mentioned will be in the show notes of this episode. All right, let's learn a better mental strategy than positive self-talk. A great way to set yourself up for failure during a round of golf is to expect it to go great. How often do you do this? You tell yourself, today is going to go great. I'm feeling good about my game. I like the way I'm hitting it. That was a good warm up. I feel like I found something. I might finally play up to my potential today. And then like so many other rounds you've played, reality hits and you play nowhere near your expectations or your potential. So it makes you wonder if positive thinking even works. You've tried telling yourself it'll go well, and that doesn't make it go well. So as it's not going well, you double down and you try to make it go well. And usually trying to make anything happen makes things worse because now you're more focused on making things right than just playing golf. So I want to go through a few reasons why positive thinking doesn't work and why it actually works in the opposite direction and sets you up for failure. When you start to try to talk yourself into playing well by saying positive things like affirmations or kind self-talk or even something like visualizing things going well, you are buying into the belief that what you think makes things come true. And while we've heard all our lives, you can make it happen if you just believe. This actually works against us. And here's why. When you buy into the my thoughts have power belief, then there's another side to that coin. It means you also believe that negative thoughts have power. So when you have a thought like, don't hit it in the water, 
or don't chunk this, or you're going to blow your good round. You believe that simply having the thought is going to make you do that thing. So as soon as you have the thought, you try to fight it, ignore it, distract yourself from it, numb yourself to it. Golfers do this in all kinds of ways, through uh, countering with more positive self-talk, through self-deprecation, making jokes to lighten the mood. We over-drink to numb out reality. We hit two or three balls until you get a good one, or we might even just bail on the round completely. This may sound a little heavy when we're just talking about golf, but this is what happens when you buy into the belief that thoughts have power. Believing thoughts have power sets you into a confusing spiral of trying to stay positive, but also trying not to jinx it. I've been here, and it's a really frustrating and fragile place to be. So another reason positive thinking doesn't work is it sets us up to believe that we deserve to play well, like we're entitled to a good shot or a good round. Yes, when we work hard on our game, we make our game better, and in reality, the end result should follow. But what we typically do is build up this expectation that we should play well, or we deserve to play well. And this creates an environment where things have to be going well, and if they don't, we're going to start trying to make them go well. This entitlement is dangerous, because when you start to not get what you feel like you're owed, you will spend the round trying to make the universe bend to you, or the golf course bend to you, and get what you're owed, rather than being flexible with what happens and taking it as it comes. You're playing a game that doesn't care who you are or how much you've practiced, or what you just did on the last shot, or how many over or under par you are. So I'll just be straight up with you. You aren't owed anything in golf. So when you spend your round noticing all the ways you're not getting what you deserve, you're doing this instead of playing golf, which leads us into our third way positive thinking doesn't work. I think the main reason why positive thinking is unhelpful is a distraction from the present. When you tell yourself positive things like, this is going to go great, or no negative thoughts today, only good things, or I'm going to have so much fun today, you're subtly telling yourself things need to be positive. And you've created a mentality that when things aren't going right, then something must be wrong, or you're doing something wrong. So now you've got to exert mental effort and attention toward making them right. Even though trying to make things be more positive seems like a good thing to do, you've got to ask, what are you really doing at the golf course? Are you trying to feel good the whole time, or are you playing golf? Because if you're trying to feel good the whole time, then maybe golf isn't the sport for you. Because golf is full of difficulties and obstacles and discomfort. Yes, golf is ultimately for fun, but fun is a relative term. You can't have fun unless there's something unfun to compare it to. And golf is full of unfun things. So when you go out expecting things to be great, you set yourself up for disappointment and failure because not everything can be positive, which is why you should expect things to go bad. Okay, that sounds a little harsh, but seriously, it might not go great. You can't guarantee that it will go perfectly. There's no certainty of everything going smoothly and feeling positive the whole time, but there is something you can guarantee that you'll make mistakes. Golf is a difficult sport. There's a very small margin for error, and staying within those margins only happens every so often for even the best players. 
As you know from some great conversations I've had on this podcast with people like Lou Stagner, John Sherman, Adam Young, and several others where we touch on course strategy and managing expectations, we know that we can't be perfect and we have a wide range of shots that we can hit. That would be a core pillar of something that I'm trying to get you to understand with this podcast. And here's a really good example of this. In a recent Twitter thread, Adam Young talked about how small the margin for error actually is. He said that with driver, if you have the face open by just four degrees, which is a nearly imperceptible amount, you could hit it offline by like 50 yards. Now that's an incredibly small margin for error. And this is why it's so potentially dangerous to expect everything to go well and positively, let alone perfectly. So check this with your own experience. When you expect a round to go perfectly, do you feel more freed up or less freed up? Do you feel like you handle the inevitable bad things better or handle them worse? I'm willing to bet that when you expect things to go well, you're becoming more constricted and less freed up. Because when you create a sense of needing the round to go well, then you've created a fear of it not going well. The prospect of it going poorly is scary to you. So now you're going to protect against it going poorly. And playing protectively is not the best way to play. This is why expecting bad things to happen is actually the best mental strategy. Because it's true. The best mental strategies are grounded in reality and truth. And the fact that mistakes will happen, and not everything is going to go perfectly smooth and positive the whole time, is true. Basing your confidence on things needing to go well is fragile and also impossible. Grounding your confidence in reality is much more reliable. Empty positivity is fragile. Acceptance that not everything will be positive and bad things will happen is robust. So what sounds stronger to you? I need everything to go well in order for me to feel good or anything can happen during this round and I'll take it as it comes. I would argue the second one and I don't think I'd lose that argument to anybody. So preach the truth to yourself. Bad things will happen. I might not like those bad things, but I will be okay even if they do. That is real confidence right there. All right, everyone, hope you learned a thing or two about why positive self-talk is not only empty, but actually sets you up for failure and how being more realistic is a better mental strategy grounded in the truth. If you like this episode, uh, you'd probably like those episodes that I mentioned uh, about uh, or with Lou Stagner, John Sherman, Adam Young. Uh, we, we talked about this kind of stuff at length in, in those episodes, and I've had those guys on on several episodes Uh, But you'd also probably like another Golf Thought Thursday episode that I've done more recently titled How to Stop Beating Yourself Up. It's right along these same lines of getting a better handle on the words you say to yourself and what the thoughts uh, are that you believe. It was released on August 10th, 2023, so I highly recommend you go check that one out if you haven't listened to it already. And as I always mention at the end of these episodes, what you've heard isn't therapy. It's meant for information and entertainment purposes only. If you feel like you need personal help on some deeper things you're going through, I encourage you to go talk to a licensed professional. But on the golf psychology front, if you feel like what you've heard doesn't quite cut it and you'd like to work one-on-one with someone, I'm a golf psychology coach. 
I work with players all over the world on improving their minds so that it can improve their performance on the course. If you'd like to get in touch with me, feel free to send an email to mentalgolfshow at gmail.com, or you can visit my website, joshnicholsgolf.com. And again, if you're interested in a more well-planned, thoughtful practice structure and practicing the way that I did to get good enough to make it to the finals of a USGA championship, then you need a custom weekly practice plan. Go to joshnicholsgolf.com slash practice dash plan, or go to the link in the show notes to learn more and purchase your practice plan. Or again, if you'd like a free resource with a much less formal intro to mental coaching, you don't have to spend a dime. You don't have to talk to me. You could take the mental game assessment. It's a 15 minute questionnaire that'll give you your mental strengths and areas for improvement. And again, the best part is it is free. The link to everything I've mentioned will be in the show notes of this episode. All right. Thanks again to everybody who listens to the mental golf show, whether you're new here or you've been here since day one, I really appreciate the community that you have been a part of building. If you've learned something on this episode, go subscribe and leave a review on Apple podcast or Spotify. Maybe mention the biggest thing that you've learned listening to the podcast underneath those five stars. And I would love it if you shared this episode with a friend who tries to smother everything with positivity, but doesn't quite understand why not everything goes exactly the right way every time. Yes, they seem like they feel great on the outside, but they're probably constantly fighting that internal battle of trying to make things go exactly the way they want them to go. They probably need a little dose of reality. Okay, thanks for listening to The Mental Golf Show. I'm Josh Nichols, and I will catch you guys next time.